Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Collective Show. It's Alicia Sims with Noelle Richardson, a psychic medium. And I thank you so much, Noelle, for joining me on this podcast episode. I love your content. I love your energy. I love what you do and your work. And um, de definitely just thank you for joining us today. Well, I'm glad to be here. Okay, so mediumship runs in my family, men and women. Um, I don't think the men will ever talk about it, so we can't mention that. And I don't think that my other people in my family want to talk about it. My aunt Bertha did this professionally. I never met her. Um, she died before I even started this. She was also a spiritualist medium, which I just recently found out in the last five years. She went through the Quincy Church. I went to, through the Swampscott Church. How did this really start to go about? Like, I want to tell you something absolutely brilliant. And, you know, I was engulfed by flames and the love of God as the billowing <laughs> winds came through the forest. I love. No, it was, it was not that easy. It was like I ran from it, ran from it, ran from it, ran from it, made a lot of family predictions that came true, kept running, kept running some more. I had a great career in the modeling industry and I dove myself into really do heavy duty classes and then I became certified and here we are. Um, what is some advice to give to people about mediumship that where they can get their training, how they can develop it, how they can trust their intuition with it? Um, every, I think everybody has mediumship tendencies. I don't think not everybody wants to do it for the rest of their lives. Okay. There's a lot of pressure. It's not the greatest career. Everybody thinks it's glamorous. Okay, go with that. Um, the first thing you need to do is start meditating. You cannot skip it. I love this. You know, the girl called me the other day. She goes, I just, I want to be able to connect to spirit when I'm walking my dog. Yeah, well, I want to connect when I'm swimming. It doesn't work that way. Okay? You've got to get quiet to listen. There's not another option. You have to get quiet to listen. I'm most type A person. Meditation for me was like, I got to tell you the story of my first meditation class because I'm so, I, I know what an a-hole I am and I don't care. So I start my first meditation class and it's a Wednesday night and I know we should go. I know we should go. Okay. So she's like, we're going to go around the room and introduce ourselves to people. And I'm going, okay, this is going to be great. And this guy goes, <laughs> this guy, it still irritates me to this day. I need to take this class. I need to take it. I took it for like four years. He goes, they go, who are you today? He goes, I'm Storm. What? So they get to me, right? <laughs> and they go, who are you? I go, I'm partly cloudy with the chance of showers. And I got hauled out of the class and talked to at the end. And I'm like, dude, you can't, you don't, can't, this guy's storm. Come on. That's where my head was at. I was going to fight this. And I said, the next following week, I swear to God, if that storm comes in, I'm going to make sure that I'm, you know, you know, lightly damp. I don't know, but I was just like, you know, I'm not doing it. Storm wasn't doing it for you. This is not the, you know, my advice to you is try, walk away, try, walk away. But you need to get into a meditative group with people. You need to start working with people, whether it be, uh, they probably have home circles or uh, a mediumship circle because you have to really hone that muscle. You've got to train the way you think about it. And I, I went to a spiritualist church, which are local. A lot of people do Arthur Finley in England. Arthur Finley's great training. I know who teaches there. I know a lot of the teachers. Um, they, you have to test out the church. So people are like, I, I, I got, no, you didn't. It doesn't, how do you not know this stuff? What, whatever. Um, and I read a lot of books about mediumship because I wanted to, to really understand uh, other people's journey. 
Um, I think that uh, Michelle White Dove, I loved her book. She's a medium out of Florida um, and how it worked for her. I wanted to hear other people's experiences. I didn't really just want to experience. Let, let me tell you how gifted my mediumship is. It's like, no, you've got to learn from the others. You've got to absorb that. But and then you can, you know, and use the muscle all the time. Use it, offer free readings all the time. And then when you feel better enough, you can charge, but use that muscle. I opened my doors and was like, who wants a free reading? That's what I did. Mm -hmm. And tell me, I, I had a line. I had a line that was, I don't know, 20 years ago, but I was like, I need to practice just like mm -hmm. anything, right? It's like anything, you know, you can't, you know, you've got, you can't just get on a bike and decide, you know, I'm, I'm a spin instructor as of right now. So it's the same thing. Open your doors and be like, who wants a reading? And work that muscle. It's a muscle. Okay. Get out. You got to get out. You got to get learn to get out of your own way. That's the number one thing I would say. Just t type it on my forehead. Get out of your own way. Because that's. No, I agree because, um, you know, there's a lot of people in the spiritual community that will kind of share to not do free readings because they've, I don't know what the motive behind that is, but I've always been like to get the best practice and training sometimes comes from free readings because you're practicing, you're building that, that muscle. That, How do you yeah. become a superstar? So when you start working in the spiritualist church, you have to work for free. I worked for free for 10 years. So my pastor felt like I was ready to move on to the next level. So if they don't see you showing up to do the free stuff, they don't think you want the next level. Well, we, she's never here. She doesn't care about it. Let's learn, move on to the next girl who wants to get her certification. And if you don't work for free, you can't get affidavits. If you can't get affidavits, you don't have any paperwork that proves you're evidential. What's your best experience of mediumship that has, like, transformed your life in a way? Like, a, a mediumship story that you share so often that really transformed your life? This is when I was doing in-person readings. Because of mm -hmm. COVID, I stopped doing in-person and did FaceTime. Because it's everybody was like, you know, do you have, you know, do you have a triple card? and a, a card? Do you have a card that proves, you know, that you can fly from the sky? And I was just like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. So what happened was this little girl, she was cute. She was young. She was in her 20s. She was blonde. I don't remember any of this. I don't remember her name. And I started reading her, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And then she left. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I want to say she traveled quite a distance. I don't know how she found me. Anyway. So all of a sudden, I get an inbox from this woman, and she's like, um, I'd like to make a point with, with, with you, da, 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 And I'm like, okay, well, well here, how about da, da. And she's like, yeah, I'll take that. So she walks through the, my door, and I had let this girl record me, and her son was a famous kid from Boston out of Emerson that was murdered. Hmm. And I, in this videotape, I say to her, can you please go get his mother because he's standing here and he wants to talk to his mother. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. This woman had hired two other mediums and this kid didn't come through. The name's Dan Hollis. By the time me and her mother were done and but and I it's all over my TikTok, they the how the trial went was exactly how I told her and they got the guy at the end of the trial. So Dan did all of that. Dan Hollis did all of that through me. Her son did all of that through me. I don't I don't know uh, it, I don't know the case. I never looked up the case. I don't watch news. I don't know. But to be a part of her journey, I mean, 
this woman is a teacher. She has this beautiful kid. He goes to Emerson, wants to major in such and such. She's at a party. And the next thing you know, he gets jumped. He's gone. Yeah. Horrible story. Horrible story. But she traveled two hours to come and sit with me. Mm -hmm. Because at one point in some reading, I had said, um, this kid just recently died. They all, this girl knew exactly who it was. I don't remember it. And this to, to, they, to her, his mother's always on my TikTok. And now he's, she's creating all these great things in his name, which he wouldn't want in any, any other way. He was a huge Pisces, a huge lover, huge creative kid. He wouldn't want it. They've got all these, all these, um, you know, charities in his name, which is great because that's the way he'd want it. So I, I think that. that was kind of, but you know, not being well known. I'm really not well known in Massachusetts. Like I'm not one of the top dogs. I, I, I don't. Thank God. I don't know. <laughs> just figure. I, I just, you know, I guess you could Google it, and I don't come up. So for that to happen was like, okay, yeah. I mean, I guess I could do more about that, but I'm good with it. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need her friends, anybody else. I'm good. Yes. Yeah, I like that story. I, you know, I've, I'm still a beginner in mediumship when it comes to experiences. So I, I don't have a lot of experience to branch into as such as powerful as yours. Um, but there, there is a few moments in time where I'll, I will get visited by some spirits um, and they kind of come to me as a way, uh, I think they call them pathfinders or spirit walkers, wayfinders, um, whereas I have to kind of understand the situation that they're in and uh, elevate them to an ascendant realm that's not on the earthbound. Because I know, you know, like when um spirits are still have attachments to earth they kind of still have that they're carrying that low vibrational frequency that's at least tethered to earth so it's more so that they come to me for me to understand the situation they're in for me to kind of provide a a way for them to ascend and if i don't know the best way how i always just get their spirit team or their or my spirit team to um elevate them to higher realms and that's when you'll see this very bright light and you'll feel the space become elevated and shift into a higher frequency which is my clarification for my guys to know that like they're they taking care of it and that's like one story i do want to share with people who are um, venturing into the gifts of mediumship is that even if you perceive it as um you know working with it in a bigger way or a small small way um you still help beings in this um lifetime just from allowing your your powers to be active and helping out and assisting anyone that shipped beings to to okay, so I'm gonna really break this down so we understand the basics of mediumship mm -hmm. there's only the, okay why do you want to be a medium there's only one answer there's one answer to being a medium and that is to prove the continuity of life that's what we're doing yep that's the only answer that's what we're doing now you have to raise your vibrational level and they have to lower theirs. It's a three-way three-way communication between you, the sitter, and the spirit world. That's all it is. Okay? When I go off a name, it's because I have raised my vibration even higher. I go higher. Okay? Because I'm going off a name. I'm asking them to tap down. Not a lot. So you have to understand what I just told you that story about Dan Hollis. He had to lower his vibration so I could hear him. Yeah. 
Okay. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. And I had to raise my mine was already raised reading her. It's kind of like the when you asked to travel. So mine was already raised as I'm talking to her people, and I just said, "Hey, but mm-hmm. okay, see." So she had already had it on her phone. She went to her town and said, "Listen, this is you know, blah, 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 blah. like are yes. you asking me if I've if I've helped people cross? Yeah, it's I'm very good at clearing houses, and I've that's I've been like that since I was little. Mm-hmm. I was two and going, "Yep, that is not that person ain't here." that person person is not my grandfather and that was a young age i I was playing in cemeteries when i was little my my parents were probably like what the fuck is wrong with this (laughs) but that's my that's my world yeah and and how and the the topic of mediumship how do you know which field you want to play in because there is you know different um ways of working with mediumship yeah a, a lot of the angel stuff that i studied um and I'm not quite sure. I mean, I read a lot of Doreen Virtue books, uh, and I, I took the angel class to find out my who my angels were, but different types of mediumship. So let's like break that down a little bit. So what happened when mediumship started, and it started, I think, I want to say 1935, it could be going right before World War One, World War Two. You have to understand that Alan Kardec, being a European, took that type of mediumship over to Europe, and it became spiritism. That was done through automatic writing. People were, you know, levitating and all this other stuff. But there was no standing in front of an audience and talking. They changed it to bring it over there. And that's why Chico Javier, I don't know, wrote a million books through his automatic writing. Mm-hmm. Like you and I were discussing. So it, it's there. You could you could be like, you know what, Noel, I'm not I'm more of a spiritist. I'd be like, OK, yeah, definitely look it up because it's an incredible religion. It's all about healing. And then like, oh, I believe in mediumship. You know, Harry Edwards said, a really good hands-on healing is just as powerful. It's a really good message. So (laughs) I would study it all. I would study it all. A really good good hands-on healing is just as powerful as a message from the other side. So your advice would be to just do your research and see the different types of mediumship and kind of work and practice into those and see which one feels right to you. You know, you might watch, you know, John ha- uh, John Edwards and be like, I want to do that. And you might see somebody else that's like, you know, I'm a hands-on healer or I'm a Reiki master. I want to do that. No, I, I don't. I think you're a hollow bone when it comes. I'm Reiki too. I'm not Reiki I'm master. My cousin's master. You need to get out of your own way for that to be your conduit. So that is, a, for me, I think, maybe people would argue, a type of mediumship. You don't mm-hmm. do your work. You know, Wayne Dyer said, God writes all the books. God writes all the speeches. You don't do your work. If I remember my readings, I'm not. I'm in my way. <laughs> okay. I do understand that. So when when it does come to the uh, astral plane and mediumship what what is the experiences like the sensations and physicality that you'll feel when you do have like a, a vibrational match to another being in the astral plane okay we've got some really good answers here that you can find on netflix surviving death now you when you can start going through that show in surviving death you're watching direct mediumship from a podium you're watching trans channeling medium from in a box one woman who just disappears now we've at that point we need to look at channeling mm-hmm. okay because there's different ways to do that 
Remember, table tipping was big with spiritualism, too, that wanted to prove the continuity of life to get the table working, okay? <laughs> I don't think that is as evidential for me, but I don't even believe in Ouija boards, so that's how I feel about it. When I am connecting to a spirit and I am doing a reading, I wish I could tell you how that felt. I don't know. <laughs> I think that I've studied so long and so long that I have so much trust, so much trust, that they're going to come through and say what they need to say. And I always ask my guides for the highest and the best guidance, the most helpful influences. The highest and the best guidance, most helpful influences. All the time. Highest and best guidance, most helpful influences. That's what you say. That's what you say. Messages of love, hope, and faith. Messages of love, hope, and faith. Messages of... If somebody's saying to you, I don't know, Asia, I feel like so you need to watch your back. They're not, they're not giving you messages of love, hope, and faith. They're not. Yes. That, that's ego. Yeah. You really think your angels are going to come in and go, oh, girl, mm. devil's standing behind you. I can see his horn. No. <laughs> I almost married him, so I know where he is. Can we get over that? Like, <laughs> you know, uh, Lucifer is such a flirt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and that's, they don't show up all dark. They show up shiny yeah. and pretty. Mm-hmm. And as well that we're on the topic of, um, you know, demons and, and that topic, um, I've had a few cases of demons myself, you know, you know, actually seeing them and um, communicating with them. And I do want to ask you a question about demons, because obviously, you know, they do evolve through time. They're not, you know, made out to be that same person that that people kind of experience them in certain times. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, you uh, know why that is, though? Yes, of course. You're shine too bright. Mm. Yeah. They, they, that, that stuff lasted with me for like a nanosecond. I was like, yeah, really, bastard? Usually the tall man will be the first one. And now <laughs> you've seen him with the jacket and the hat. Everybody's seen him. Now he's just trying to test you to see if, how many more I can bring. How many more? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I just start playing gospel music. Get it by. <laughs> they run. Mm -hmm. But see, they, they know who the strong ones are. They know who the masters are. Yeah. So they're going to creep in and be like, hey, are you going to let me stay? Hell no. Yeah. No. Um, mm -hmm. And that's no. where it comes down to with me is um, I, I'm so comfortable. I'm very comfortable with every type of being, you know. Um, like I pretty much could see a 700 foot being walk on earth and I'd probably be like, that is so cool. You can't with those types. Cause they'll come in armies. Yeah. And, and I'm just saying to you, cause I've lived it <laughs> just, and it's not cause I'm, I don't want to scare you. I just, I, that's just not allowed. Like it's, I feel bad for people now that I'm so good at this, that they literally, I go, yeah, I don't know. Like, do you have a moment? No, 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 no. I can feel you. I don't even need to see you. Out, out, out. Yeah. And that's hindsight. That's why I did start protecting and doing my 12D shielding because um, I was getting visited by so many um, demons at one point where they were, you know, either they were laying in my bed beside me and I had yeah. to cast them away yeah. and get my, yeah, and get my spirit team, you know, to get them or they were showing up beside my bed and I would just automatically wake up and look to my side and they're just hovering there or it would yeah. be where they would visit me in my dream state. They're too powerful. And, that's why yeah. they keep showing up hoping that, that at some point you are beaten down 
Yeah, and it never works for them. I I just no, like yeah. I'm too comfortable. Like I'm too comfortable with their presence that I can easily. Well, now they don't visit me now because I did put my trophy shield up. You yeah, know, I did my be. cleansing and my protection, my boundaries. So I don't. I haven't experienced them in a long time ever since I've done that. But um, it it just got to a point where they were even trying to telepathically communicate to me and. At, at the at that time, I wasn't at the same vibration as them. So all I heard was a bunch of mumbo jumbo, like gibberish. Like they, it's like they were talking to me, and I could see their well, mouth moving. Them so far back, they were using their what I call tentacles. Oh, okay. Yeah, talk more about the tentacle. <laughs> so they'll try it in first a couple of different ways, and then it's almost like they can't get that full attachment. So. They'll mostly like they like to do this in dreams. Well, they'll, they'll be really kind. Like, let's be friends. And this is where I, I'm an expert when it comes to kids. Because I always say to these kids, stop listening. And don't say yes. Oh, they told me this whole sob story. A four-year-old, a five-year-old would be like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm trapped. I'm in the woods. Da, 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 da. I'm, I, I'm always looking at the parents going, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're lying to you. It's bullshit. And that's what I, why I just call it tentacle work. It, it could be called something else, but that's yeah. what I call it. And they let, they will go after the weakest link. Yeah. And so because you shine so bright, they gave up. I can tell you they gave up, but they'll go after people that are, and you know, especially if they have addictions and they're not crossed, they will find somebody going to the ambits. Let me tell yeah. you, they're like, let's go drink, buddy. Let's go drink with somebody that. That in that there's a lot of there's, there's a lot you we, you have free will so you can't just be like hey listen I think you should go to heaven but I, it's like saying to the your neighbor I don't like your porch furniture can you redo it it's the same <laughs> thing you can't yeah. have free will I can't go over to somebody's yard and go listen I have a much better setup I saw it on HGTV you can't do that so you you can't tell the average soul you have to cross you can't they have free will yeah it's their choice if they want to take their time. Trust me, my dad did. They will. Mm-hmm. And that and, doesn't um, mean anything bad. It just means that your somebody else's soul journey is none of your business. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I have much respect for people's spaces. Like, the only times I ever do decide to give that spiritual guidance is if when someone does come to me. Exactly. Um, it's It's, I have, like, respect for people's journeys, and I never, um, I kind of just use my service of love and making sure my energy is purified and cleansed so when I do when I am in that energy bubble alongside that person they will be fed you know the light and love straight connection from source but I never want to force um, a certain guidance onto them when it's not their divine time to do so you know I allow their spirit team or their angels ancestors you know the different things that they do have to um definitely take care of that side they don't need partially you've already set yourself up for what you call i call preparation work Mm -hmm. if people aren't doing preparation work before they read you they they can't say that they're trying to protect you yeah we should always be trying to protect the sitter it's part Mm -hmm. of our job and that's what you're doing you already set that up to protect the sitter yes I wanted to know more than just what my pastor showed me. So mm-hmm. my pastor was like, okay, we're going to surround this white light. We're going to open the store, close this door, open the circle. You know, it's over. And I just wanted more. So I went and I took a sound healing class for three years. Mm-hmm. Because with sound, you can clear room. With sound, you can clear the body. 
And I wanted to have more preparation of using sound to help me, my clients, my lifestyle, clear houses easier. I took a gong class for a long time. Mm -hmm. I sat in mediumship circle for three. I was in mediumship circle three times a week. That's a very, very driven schedule. Mm -hmm. But when I first started, I walked away. I was like, you people can suck it. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm like, this is, I don't have people, what people looking at me funny. I don't want any of this. No, you can just go take your, go on with your bad self. Bye. <laughs> and as it got stronger, I knew that I really had to study just more. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting in the gong class going, like, what are we doing? Well, what I really learned from this gong guy, this expert, and I did buy um, some of his products, like singing bowls can clear a room in a second. Um, the, what I learned about the, was the power of each sound that he used. used, And and the, that power, not only did you can clear a room with it, but you can start your preparation from before and after your readings. I mean, I do seances. They're considered seances. So if I do a Halloween seance where I'm at someone's house, you know, I'm not just showing up with my ice cream and going, hey, guys, no, there's preparation. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what you're walking into. Mm -hmm. You know, you have no idea what they have. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure it ain't coming home with you. I became a yoga instructor and I didn't want to be. <laughs> I knew it would benefit me, but I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Okay. Didn't want these people smell like patchouli and wear handmade hats. Really? Is this where I fit? No. <laughs> okay. This is not where I fit. Well, <laughs> and sure, I'm sitting there going, what is it? Why can't you do this? So everybody's like, seriously, I'm so difficult and I know it. Everybody's <laughs> sitting in the lotus position. I went and got a chair. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me, though. I, I've always been the person to be like very blunt about like my own boundaries and what I'll tolerate because there was this time like um, when I was in elementary I always got kicked out of every single group thing because I wouldn't participate in the way that they wanted me to because I always wanted to be my like my free will would just not let me do a routine I had to like blossom and show my authenticity so uh, you know the song like wobble with it like wobble with wobble with yeah so I was on the stage performing with the group and I'm the only person in the the audience doing the robot and now that I look back at it, I'm like, I always had to show my behind. I was different. I couldn't just yeah. go along with the group. And I practiced that dance perfectly beforehand. And all of a sudden, I just wanted to freestyle when it actually came to the performance. And yeah, so I understand. You move. I just wanted to sit in a chair. So the instructor comes in and I'm like, he's like, we're in the lotus position. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, like, <laughs> and anyway. Uh, I, anyway, so I get I get yoga one, I get my yoga one degree, okay, and then I'm gonna go back for yoga two. I have no idea why. I don't wear the clothes these girls wear. Um, I kind of like turned the yoga style into my own style. Um, that let's do let's let's you know do this and I'm like yeah I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna do that. So I went for yoga two. Now we're standing on our heads for a weekend, okay. <laughs> I wanted to stand on my head. I, I, I just want to eat a burger. Like, I don't want to stand in my head. I don't want to learn. And this is going in deeper. So you have to go in much deeper into, we're doing chants. We're doing um, positions. We're doing headstands. Um, and I wanted to tell to say that to you because what started to happen is I started teaching it is I was never teaching it. Mm -hmm. 
I never taught the class. I got three three years of sound healing behind me. And I bought all these blankets and all these pillows and it just became my own thing. Yeah. And I called it Zen Yoga and I was sold out, like sold out, like Sunday mornings at 1030 lines out the door. And because guess what? I'm not doing it. Mm. Everybody sound asleep in Shavasana. I'm like, whoa, we got to leave at some point, people. There was something that was coming through me mm-hmm. just with my teaching experience that was healing them and it had nothing to do with me. Right. Nothing and, to do with me. And how do you feel like, uh, have you still um, found out who that being was to this day? No, I'm just sure it's one of my master's guides, teachers and angels. I just oh, love and yeah. if they're having a perfect healing experience, that's my job. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, my God, that was a great class. And I'm going, I don't know what we did, but good. <laughs> because I leave for an hour and somebody steps in and the music's fantastic, mind you, because I took those courses and everybody's healing and everybody's stretching, breathing and moving. And then everybody's now meditating. And after that, I all I started introducing guided meditations. So now you've got a completely different yoga class that is all ready to do a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't do that. And they just, you know, you turn over and you just start snoring. No, these people were willing to go to another level and I knew it. So mm-hmm. that's when we started doing mini ones. And I used Denise Lynn for that. Denise Lynn's mini guided meditations are fantastic. Not that anybody knows who she is, but that's okay. You can go look her up. I think you're going to love it. She wrote an incredible book everybody should own. Everyone. It's called Sacred Space. Everybody should own it. Because that's all about also the energy of your space. Mm-hmm. So that's my Bible. I have that that doggy page highlighted. I tell everybody, make sure you get it. You can get it used. You can get it for like four bucks. She wrote mm-hmm. No, that sounds lovely. I'm definitely going to grab me a copy. You convinced me. <laughs> never put it down. I'm telling you. So, so with the uh, yoga instructor, is it like kind of the same way with other um, career paths that you've chosen that, you know, you didn't feel so? No, I couldn't keep a job if I wanted to. Yeah, I tell people how I feel. So now, you know, speaking my truth, I had to learn how to keep it down. And then, you know, in mediumship, people like, oh, don't say it like that. Don't say it like this. And I'm not a young spring chicken anymore. I'll say it. I'll say whatever the hell I want to say it because you don't have the clientele I have. You want to get live on the radio and just start reading people off. Do it. I'll I'll pay to watch you. I'll pay to watch you kill it. Do it. Have her come on. And then you just start reading her based on voice. Based on voice. I'm going off voice. I don't even know what she looks like. She could be, she could be, she, one of a twin. I don't know. So did you, do you see what I mean when I'm, it's, it's honoring yourself and not, you can't do it at every age. It's honoring yourself enough to know that my personality sells. Susie cream cheese doesn't want it to sell. So she's going to dim your light. You just got to remember to tell Susie where to go. Yeah. Cause you're not dimming your light today. Mm-hmm. And I never will. But when I was young, I did. Everybody wants to be liked, so they'll dim it. And so more so, I wanted to shine the light on when you say you don't remember 
what's going on in these uh, practices that you hold for people because yes. there's your your one of your guiders behind you helping you. So what what would, what does that feel like to experience that? Okay, so let's let's go backwards. So everybody knows what the the, the steps are. So if you are in if you are in circle three times a week and you're meditating every single day, you will see spirit clearly, talk to spirit, and maybe even remember. Now you're going to stay on this journey. We're in spirit circle again. You're meditating all the time. It's going to level up. It's going to go to the next level. I started channeling one of my guides, Genevieve. Don't remember what she says. She's a beautiful woman. Okay. <laughs> She's much nicer than me, okay? People started recording it. This is that next level of channeling, mm -hmm. okay? Then all of a sudden, Genevieve didn't want to come through anymore, which is fine because now it's going to go to the next level, just like in Surviving Death on Netflix. Now I'm literally in that box. My client's on FaceTime, and I'm just going to whatever's coming and give her. Usually, mm -hmm. if you watch my videos in the first three minutes, I already have. But because that's practice. Yeah. What does that feel like? I don't know till I'm done and I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. And then I say my prayer, my blessing. May only good come to me. May only good go for me. May every word I speak today be something someone needs to hear. It's got to be that important. It's got to be. And if you if you're if somebody isn't putting it like that or putting it that it's not gonna it's gonna take longer. I was talking about the levels because it will change on you, and you can't be afraid of them. Sometimes you can. Sometimes it's fearful. Mm -hmm. I was in, and I knew when it was starting to level up for me. I was in a class that I was taking, and I literally somebody came into me, and I just my instructor was right there, and I st stood against the wall, and I just started talking. And, and, <clears throat> And my instructor had pulled me aside and said, you just gave us a big lecture from Harry Edwards. And I didn't even know who Harry Edwards was. I had to go look it up. And Harry Edwards started a um, healing sanctuary in Share England to just heal other people as a medium and as a healer. Um, I was honored. I, was, I don't remember it, but I was honored. So at that point, I knew it was going to change. And it's going to change that way for everybody. Mm -hmm. Look, I said to my last mediumship two class, now you're not just going to get one grandmother. You're going to get two. Mm -hmm. And the first thing you need to do is ask the most powerful one to step forward. That's what's it. That's the progression. I know the progression because I have seen it. Yeah. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it completely does. And thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um. So. As well, what are some book recommendations that you could recommend for mediumship? Because I know that you collect a lot of uh, books yeah. from throughout so, um, the years. Spirit communication with Ray Buckland, it needs to be your Bible at this point. Because people just, if I get on TikTok or any place and ask the history of how this started, nobody can answer me. So Ray Buckland wrote a book um, about, it's called, I think, just called, it's, oh, it's Maroon, it's not that much money. Um, I make everybody I've ever taught read that book. And Doors to Other Worlds by Ray Buckland is all, also about mediumship. And that's probably like $4 now. Um, Doors to Other Worlds by Ray Buckland is also, and it gives you techniques in there. Both books are like workbooks. They give you techniques. A meditation by Sylvia Brown called Find Your Spirit Guide. It's a great guided meditation and guarantee you're going to see somebody. Okay. So that's another one that I used for a long time. Um, I'd like anything 
any any meditations from Tony Stockwell. He has a transcendental CD. So what Tony Stockwell can channel, if you watch him, you can watch him, literally, literally you can watch his face. I'm like, there he goes, he's leaving. So he ha he knows those different levels very, very well. And I find that his CDs are fantastic. So you can get it on YouTube. I'm sure you can get it on Spotify to follow those meditations are really going to change you. I also want to say to you for releasing anything, because what happens when we meditate is things bubble up, right? Mm -hmm. So we're quiet with ourselves. And then we're like, I don't like my hair. I don't like my nose. I don't like my knees. I don't. Okay. That's normal. Everybody thinks you're just going to go and, um, and it's just going to disappear. Okay. <laughs> to raise your vibrational level, I'm going to go over the two best meditations to do to get yourself at a higher level. Wayne Dyer does a meditation called um, OM. There's two. There's an uh, there's a lower vibrational and an upper vibration. One is for bed and one isn't for bed. Um, and I've done ah, ah, and om. So the ah level, ah, God, will take you really high. So mm -hmm. I did that for about a year. That's going to bring your evidence coming right to fruition because you're, ra uh, you're raising that vibrational level, okay? So those two meditations, I would definitely make sure his om is for calming and relaxation. He walks you right through it. So basically what he's walking you through is the Tao, the Tao Te Ching. I don't want to, we'll be on here all day if we start going on with the Tao Te Ching. Um, but anyway, my head pastor had taught me a lot about the Tao Te Ching. So it was very easy for me to adopt these. I'm, I'm, Brian Weiss was the, the person that brought meditation into hospitals. Okay. His meditations are fantastic. I'm a guided meditation person. I'm not going to sit here unless I have really great music and try to be a superstar. So I would say Brian Weiss's stuff is, is now mind you, after he brought it into hospitals and it was thriving, what did Brian Weiss do? Well, Brian Weiss left and he told everybody, if I stay, my progress with this program, I will be in the way of it. So the, his, his meditations are very powerful. I, I mean, I can give you, you know, all that stuff to, but I, I think that you'll be really happy and reading wise, I think about healing, you know, I think that one of the best books that I read, and this is really a woman who doesn't want to be connected to spirit, is Anyana Van Zant, Pieces from Broken Pieces. Now, she talks about going through the worst time in her life and her daughter's diagnosed with cancer. And she loses everything. It's a great book. And she talks about hearing things and feeling things and trusting things and believing in spirit. Okay. And and her being connected to Michael Beckwith, Michael Beckwith's um, stuff. I have his, his his pulling cards, daily pulling cards. I love them. I freaking love his cards. Um, and it's a great book on when she really started really trusting her intuition. She could start hearing her daughter. That was a powerful book for somebody who really, she had seen spiritual mediums too. And she was like, is this really going to happen for me? And it does happen for her. So it's a great book. I still own it because I highlighted it. I don't want anybody to take it from me. <laughs> Who would know? We'd be such. I'd be such a weirdo about them. The one of the hardest books you're ever going to wrap your brain around is Power versus Force and Body Keeps Score. I've heard of Power versus Force. Uh, Power versus Force. It's actually on my book. So basically, this is about the vibration of how you treat things. So they took two glasses of water and said, I hate you, I hate you to one water and well, I love you, I love you, we love you. And the water glass uh, um, 
turned white and the other one didn't. So Power versus Force, it's 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 a tedious book. It's a great book. Body Keeps Score will scare the crap out of you because this is when you really learn that your entire body is cells oh, and yeah. it's keeping score. Mm-hmm. So it literally, in, in Body Keeps Score, you have to literally put the chapter down and go, whoa, I need a minute or a martini. <laughs> what? That's too heavy for me. I think I need, yeah, I need a drink because it is me and my cousin read it together and I was like, holy shit. Because your body, now what they did with these studies. So these doctors in Boston started studying these, these vets because hmm. they thought that the, everything they were doing for him, they were great. Then they started to realize all the trauma that they went through, their body was keeping score. When I see auras, I can see through my hands sometimes. When I'm at a, like a very high vibration, high vibrational state, I can see like through my hand, like all the the cells and the energy. Yeah. So, he, the so, so couldn't he? I kind of accepted the physicality of us just being like moving cells and energy. And I feel like you know we know that through quantum physics, they teach you that in elementary. You know, they teach you solid and gas and liquid and you right, know how right, it's just right. moving vibration. So you know, you soon put two and two to- together once you finally have the aha moment when your subconscious pieces things together when you get new information. But um, that that's how I feel. It's like when when I see oh, have you ever um like did a like mirror like mirror work and you see yourself shift? It's kind of like that. It's like when I see myself in the mirror for a long time, my face distorts and it shifts and it's like I don't recognize myself. So it's kind of more so like I kind of accept that this really is just a kind of like perceiving a hologram of what you are instead of us being like an actual physical being. And and like you said, sometimes it can be hard for other people to grasp. It might be scary, but for me, I see it as something that kind of can awaken new perspective of loving compassion and unity for the collective if they kind of just grasp that you know you are just moving cells i think it takes away the seriousness of your existence i'm i think you're right but i think that's a lot for people to swallow mm-hmm. and i can people understand really that. want to be human they do people want to be human they want and they got to hold on to this stuff. So when we, you kind of got to tap around how much information, I mean, I teach, right? I just told yeah. you about my mediumship one and mediumship two, six weeks courses. All I was trying to do is get them into a routine because that's the first thing you have to do is be disciplined, right? So yeah. now if I tell them in the process of disciplining them, that, you know, you are a clump of cells. What? I just got my hair cut. <laughs> I just got a new be- purse. What are you talking about, a clump of cells? Yeah. We're going out to the club. Yeah, I'm all about the club. Like, you can't, do you see that? Yeah. You're asking them. That's, yeah. It's hard, especially if you go into a church where you'd want to tell a bunch of church people that are in the middle of worshiping that you're just a clump of cells. I don't know if you know. <laughs> yeah 
Yes, but still, you know, and you teach, well, actually, and just in books in general, um, some of the metaphysical books or spiritual books that they share, they share that you're a spiritual being, you know, consciousness, yeah, just experiencing spirits, yeah. human. And I, and I feel like that pieces together some aha moments where it's like, I do too. Yeah. You know, if you can actually travel, if your soul literally can travel around without meaning this attachment to the body to this earthly realm then to me it's like you know that is your aha moment it is the oh you know i accept that i am the soul floating around and just consciousness and I just existing with you. i agree yeah. with you but listen look how much opposition that we have fought on there i agree with you i said that at my mother's funeral i said my mother always believed we were human beings having a, you know uh, we are spiritual having a human experience but some people just <clears throat> are not ready for it I mean, I think because, you know, it's a seven universal year. So seven stands for what? Spirituality. People are really wanting it. So if I go live on TikTok, the questions that I get go on for hours. People really want to know. Yeah. But kind of saying what you just said there, we have to, you know, you haven't looked in the mirror, watch yourself shape shift. Well, I've, I have videos of me, literally my face changing, my hands yes. changing. And your ears want- changing. Yeah. And I, and somebody's coming through really nice and loving. And I'm just, I've had videos mm-hmm. of it. And I'm like, it's got to be Genevieve because I'm not that, she's so nice and I'm not that nice. So I like, <laughs> she's like, how can I help you today? And I'm like, let's go. <laughs> it's like, yes, but, no, so, I, yeah. completely and, but I would trust her though. <laughs> to bring those people through, there's got to be a lot of trust. Yeah. And, um, you know, how do you find trust when you see these attachments on to other people? Because I know, you know, with mediumship, that's ultimately what we, you, well, everyone who has the mediumship abilities, that's what they see. They see the orbs or attachments or like sometimes like goo or, you know, they'll see like the, the entity in, in the person and like kind of, um, delayed a bit or, you know, just the different things that you see with mediumship, like how, would would you express processing that and cleansing yourself you know from these attachments and entities and things that you see on other people's energy fields okay so it's gotten to the point in my life where if i facetime you and you've got a lot of shit going on i cancel <laughs> the appointment mm-hmm. uh, nobody tells me what to do i tell myself what to do mm-hmm. So if I see a lot of gray around you, a lot of black around you, you're sitting there with a bong, we're done. Like, I'm not going to be, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not doing this. That's going to make it my energy harder. And Mm -hmm. I have, I've, I've, what I'm doing is so important that I'm not here to make you get me. Yeah. I'm not here to make you get me. When I see stuff like that, I just cancel. I'll send you money back. I don't give two shits. I don't care. (laughs) Take your money. Bye. Because it's it, that reading is not going to be fun, okay? Mm-hmm. She and, and you know how many people I Facetime that have been high on drugs a lot, and I've fired every single one of them. Mm-hmm. We're not happy. Well, oh, we just died. And I'm like, yeah. And if you could have come to the appointment sober, we could have done that. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. It's my job is to give you a reading. My job is not to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. I know you need a good cleansing. I know you need a good self bath. If you want to talk to your brother, Stephen, we're going to talk to Stephen. And that's, that's my job. If I stay on the phone and go, listen, Patricia, I really think you've got some bad people over in that corner. I really don't like your brother. That becomes an ego reading. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm putting my, I think that my opinion is so important about your energy. Yeah. Do you know, do you, when I started talking TikTok, do you know how many e emails I got about how I need to know what I was doing? Yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. For people who don't like are 20. So do you see, there's got to be boundaries when you're reading somebody, even though you might see a lot of gray energy and know that they need to, to clean that up. But you also have to know something too. Maybe they want it. A free will again, like I keep telling you. Mm -hmm. So if they ask me, is there anything else that I need to do? I'll be like, you need a long salt bath, like now. But I tell everybody to feng shui their house. Like every, anybody asks me, what else can I do about energy? I can feng shui the shit out of your house. Yeah. Gonna keep it nice and clear. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I worked with this this young guy in one of the stores in Salem and he was so ego ridden and I don't know who trained him and I, it didn't matter. But he he had convinced this girl that, and this is a bad reading, I wouldn't do it, and convinced this girl that her boyfriend was cheating on her. That's not a reading. So what happened was as she came back into the store, her boyfriend wasn't cheating on her. This guy lost his job. He got ahead of himself. Let's say he, she was being cheated on. Guess what she didn't want to do? Hear it. Yeah. With these set boundaries that you have, like what would they need to expect when they work with you? Um, that kind of will also serve their highest good in a way. Well, when they come on and you can watch all my TikToks, I say, what are you working on? Like when you made this appointment, what are you working on? Which is, is going to be changed for next year. So it, they can put in what they're working on. So I don't have to expect, you know, I don't have to be surprised. And they're like, oh yeah, I wanted to talk to my grandmother who's around me or, and I wanted to have some cards. And I'm like, okay, I can do both, whatever you want to do. I only offer 30 minutes and 45 minutes. Um, and then I just do my reading and then, you know, and make them laugh. And because it's five, I keep saying this, mediumship is vibrational level. If mm. you're like, hi, I had a bad morning. What do you <laughs> want to talk you should be, it's not going to work. They're, they're waiting to, they're, they saw Fun Noel. That's what they signed up for. Yeah. And I, ha I don't know, I did, from what I can see, I don't have many complaints, so I haven't found any. <laughs> so Which I'm is just great. Like, this is my, I know what my calling is. So I, I, my job is to give evidence, meet in the first three minutes. That means they're going to get evidence. They're going to know who's around them. I can just see them around them. I'm going to give them that. They want to do cards towards the end to find out, you know, how many kids they're going to have. We can do that too. But those are the two services that I offer. And I usually just do live events. But I used to offer more services than that, and I don't really need to, so I just offer two. You know, you 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 do the best with the capabilities that you have at that divine time, and if that's what they need to hear, it's going to resonate with them in the way that that suits them at that time. So I understand. Right. You. Right. Exactly. Um, I want to share this little um this little experience that I've been having, which is I want to consider it's I. I'll just say I'm considering it working with consciousness because I don't really know the term for it. But when when I'm in like the the dream state, you know, when I become conscious before I decide what I'm going to do, if I'm going to astral project a reality shift or if I'm going to meet up with my spirit guides, you know, whatever the case may be, working with my subconscious in the dream state, whatever it may be, um, the, the transition point that I come across is like a void and it's a placement holder where consciousness just lets me exist. 
And the reason why I'm sharing this um, is because it's it's to widen your perspective. Um, Noel, you might know, of course, but it's to widen the, the perspective of the audience that um, just to allow yourself to exist. Um, a lot of the times we get attached to our persona and our ego and our beliefs so much that we forget ultimately that when you're mastering the game or when you're, you know, existing, that that's ultimately the the answer is just to exist. That is what conscious is, is aware, awareness of its existence. And the more that you practice, and if you do allow this door to open, of course, it's your choice. We all have free will to choose on what we would like to experience. But if you do open this door, I just want to share that it is completely possible to exist where um, consciousness is, where you can just be yourself and, and not allow your ego to perceive how you exist. Do you know what I mean? So let's break it down. But the whole thing is, is like with Carl Jung talking, our ego is such a huge part of us. Mm -hmm. Our ego is such a huge part of us. So we're always thinking and comparing ourselves to the next person, especially when we're a beginner. You know, this is class I took where it was a meditation class and it was the beginning of shamanism. Um, I really wanted to master the upper world and the lower world. And all I did, I'm not kidding you, was fall asleep. <laughs> He'd start drumming. He'd start drumming. We're lying with a blanket. Yeah. Okay. He'd start drumming. Mm -hmm. And then they'd have to wake me up. Yeah. Did I get to low? No, 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 no. So what I took out of that class is I was frustrated and everybody's like, oh, when I saw an eagle came down to fly in between my wings of love. And I saw, I'm going, I was snoring. I was, what do you mean? You got a shark as a spit? Well, who did you see? Oh, a gazelle came through. And I'm going, did I drool? Did anybody tell me? Did I was? Okay. What I took away from this, and I took it again, and I fell asleep again, is that he says to me, and he's a famous shaman, Brad Hudson, he said to me, you need sleep. Yeah. Mm. Your body needed to sleep. Yes. Your body just needed to sleep. And for some reason, that drum, which is this, the beat of your heart, just took me out. Like, I'm like, everybody's like meeting their spirit animal and my spirit animal is sleeping. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? And I was like, like being type A, I was like, what? And they're like, oh, and this grizzly bear told me I was loved and surrounded me in roses. And I'm like, and I was drooling for an hour and no one did anything. <laughs> no one so it, yeah. it's it's you're not going to be light with yourself I'm going to tell you that you're not yeah. because we always want more and mm -hmm. that's because you know if you watch the shift by Wayne Dyer which I want you to watch he talks about that ego brain always stepping in it's my favorite movie I've seen it 11 times mm -hmm. I make my class watch it the shift it's my favorite movie because he keeps talking about the ego, keeps talking about the ego, letting the ego take over. And once you watch this movie, you'll think this is normal behavior till Wayne points it out that your ego is running the show. Yep. I, and I completely understand that. It took mm -hmm. me having to work in my dream state with my subconscious and literally sit across from it and hear how it was talking negative to itself. And I had to literally 
give it affirmations and give it a hug and tell it I love love it. And that's how I knew my subconscious was lying to me. Because I'm like, I don't believe the things you're telling yourself. These beliefs that you believe, I don't even think they're true. And that's how I know you're lying to yourself. So I have to be super patient with myself. And really, uh, that's why I started self-reflection, you know, just asking myself, um, why do I feel this way? Why does it trigger me? Why does the situation bring me out of my character? You know, what do I, what am I learning from this? Because every emotion is a teacher. It's going to teach you the opposite of the emotion. If you feel fear, okay, that fear is going to teach you along the, along the road how to have love and compassion. So, you know, and it's kind of funny because you said that you sleep sometimes during, well, during that time with the guided meditations, I used to sleep too. And now that you say that I did just need rest. And I know my body was telling me what I needed. Yes. And I know a few people who like, you know, expect this extravagant um, experiences, but I did. Body... I wanted the, extra. I did. I wanted the girl next to me had a shark. The other guy next to me <laughs> had a you know, a a bald eagle. And here I was mm-hmm. drooling on myself. I'm like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. I, I, want, I want a bald eagle. Like, I want that. <laughs> what do you mean you're yes. a shark? The love of God, you have a shark. <laughs> have you ever found out what your spirit animal was at the end of the day? Yeah, I did. I finally did. It's a barn owl. Oh, I love that. A white barn owl. Yeah. What, the, um, what is the owl supposed to teach you? I had this owl around me when I was little. It was stuck in my house. So the the owl was about wisdom. Mm. So when this owl showed up and it was beautiful, and I was like, "This is the one from my childhood." And um, we we just kind of like explored, and this owl just basically told me, you know, how to run the show, and you know, who was coming into my life, and how much busier I was going to be, and when to take time off, and. And I have done the meditation before. I love shamanism. I did upper world and lower world. You have to do, I think, lower world first. Um, and then when you got to upper world, it's when you really see your guides. If you can get to upper world, you're going to be blown away. Because I was like, who are you people? Who are you? They all showed up. I don't know what it is about the drum. I don't know. But I was like, okay. I know all of you. Like, I know all of you. You are my team. Like. It was crazy. It's like you. And with that, know that again comes trust and confidence because you're, these people aren't going to, these, there was thousands. And I'm like, these people are never leaving me. Like they're my team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's another, that, another thing. I, like I said, you got to do it all. You just can't just, unt- and some things you'll hate. Like I, I hate, I hate Western astrology. Vedic, I love runes. I could read all day. Western doesn't my cousin's brilliant I'm just I took a class I thought you know me I'm gonna be like okay read these charts and we're gonna yeah how you doing yeah it sucked every Tuesday night was like um Miss Richardson what did you get off that house and I was convinced I was right I'm like I got from this house that this is what's happening with the stars and the moons and the things and this is what's not gonna happen going for this person just that's not what's in that house i'm like what the fuck? not good at it never going to be good at it let it go just let it go it's not your thing go talk to dead people just go talk to dead people noel i love so it that's so it. much <laughs> well so my animal guides a tiger and they are lounge like they lounge a lot so i'm not i wouldn't I'm, actually yeah i actually actually wouldn't be shocked if me and my tiger would just sleep together because it lounges 
around a lot and it just makes cute little scruffy noises mm-hmm. um, and then that's that's I I feel as of course if I did automatic riding more with my tiger I could understand the point of what it's trying to teach me but I've only gotten that it lounges around and makes cute cute little noises and you know I I don't see it presenting itself as the meaning it's supposed to have so I kind of have I think like, I would um, look that I would google that up again also the, the the tool with automatic writing is that after you do it every single day predictions will come out oh yeah mm-hmm predictions will come out about future things, um, worldly things. Um, I usually don't read my automatic writing because I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to know. But usually it'll give me something about a client that's coming up. Or, But it, that's training that muscle that you and I keep talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a training course. It's, it's training. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, like you said, when you went through that shamanism experience and you said you have to work with the lower and higher vibrational yes. uh, beings, what did that also like feel and look like as well? Because It was so um, awesome. Okay. So what they do is he walks you down with the drama, which is sounds your heart. You're laying down and he takes you into the ground. Oh, and then I can't remember. I think that you come back up, you go down a tree and you come back up a tree. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he, he says, you know, you're doing it. You're writing it down when you're done. You're not writing it down when you're doing it. At that point is when you're like, oh, my God, that's what you want. And then this thing starts t- telling you, which was my owl. This is your life. This is where you're going. Blah, 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 blah. So when you come out, you write this all down in your book. Okay. You write it down on a piece of paper. Then he has you do it again. By the time you leave this class. <laughs> you are so blown away by how not alone you are. How not alone you are. And then when you do upper world, I mean, my best friend who doesn't even into this stuff at all, she thinks what I do is crazy. She did it with me and she was like, my job situation, it was literally spelled out for me that I'm doing all the wrong things. I had a little girl on TikTok when I first joined that told me I was mean. So I made a t-shirt with my picture on it that says, means is medium. I'm the most means is medium. And I'm like, honey, I'm not mean. I'm straightforward. Do you need a safe space? Like, what the hell? Like, what did you want? You didn't want the information? What do you want? I can't anymore. I can't. I just can't. I can't. I just can't. Anyway, it's hysterical. Nobody's going to tell me that that it's too much. I stand in front of audiences of hundreds of people. Why would anybody buy a ticket if they were so <laughs> why? They wouldn't. I mean, come on, stop. At some point you just gotta be like, okay, there's always gonna be somebody that wants you to tweak their tweakness for their tweakiness because they just <laughs> don't know. They they don't know. Can you just change something? But I don't know what I want you to change. But if you changed it, I'd feel better about the change that I feel like I need to change. If you'd change with me, just change what I don't know I need. Okay. What are we doing? That's all they want you to do is dim your light. That's all that is. Because they really don't know what they want from you. They don't. They can't even put their finger on it. Just can you stop being you, please? Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Not everybody's, you know, there's a, it's a saying that we used to, when we were studying mediumship and we came up in the church that not every sitter is a good fit. Yeah. 
So we had a rule in the church, take what resonates and leave the rest. Yep. And I say this, I, I, I have a saying where I said, you don't have to follow in the teacher, but you can still follow in the teachings. If they, it, not everybody that you hire or hires you is going to be a good fit. Yeah. It, it's just not. It's just, it's, I think majority of the people I get are a great fit. Like I said to you before, I've had a couple of people that are just not, not, not okay. And I'm, I'm just like, cancel, refund. Because I'm strong enough to know that that's going to re be replaced with what I what I need. Yes, I agree. You know, that's going to be, be replaced by that. But to, I'm not going to, when I was younger, I felt like I had to um, take anything. You could, because in the stores, you can't say no. You've got Susie Cream Cheese, her friends, they all just came out of a bar. Everybody's drunk. And eh, what's going to happen with Paul? <laughs> with Paul. And you've got to take, you got, they, we got to find out what's going on, going to go on with Paul. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you learn to kind of like bury your shit down. Mm -hmm. What can I say to her? You're shitty, messy, drunk. You need to go home, sober up. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah. Now I can. Now I can because it's my it's my dime. I work. I work. I don't. You don't tell me when to work. Do you mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? It's different now. Yeah. It's freeing. It's freedom. I love freedom. Yeah. It's like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be anything else to anybody else. You just move on. I don't care. Yeah. I agree. Yes, thank you so much for coming on the show, Noelle. I love you so much. We love your presence on the show, and I hope to see more of you for the rest of my life. <laughs> yes, you will, babe. You're so uh -huh. funny. You're so, so funny. I got kids everywhere. <laughs> Is there any socials that you can give the collective so they can be able to find you? My new TikTok is Psychic Medium Noelle Backup. Instagram, it's Noelle Psychic Medium. On Facebook... Noelle Richardson on Facebook. Oh, and I have a clapper because I'm a clapping.